Mindless the Podcast. It's spring. I'm coming out of my shell. I'm excited to connect. Action! Oh, hi. It's me. I wish I had a full, like, team of people that just recorded me and filmed video of me and sent me all the creatives and I just, you know, <laughs> had that system in place. But this is a one one woman show over here. I got my cup of coffee in my left hand. Did you know that my favorite coffee, it just keeps winning the taste test, Joshua Tree Coffee Company. Like if you want some awesome beans, I'm not kidding. You can contact the Harveys for a recommendation. Whenever I go to town, I drop ship coffee from Joshua Tree Roasting Company. Plus it's this, you know, really cool pink, well, Mostly it's pink, the packaging. They had a Halloween packaging for the first time last year. So just Google Joshua Tree Roasting Company and do yourself a favor and drop ship some of this coffee here. Let me just give you a taste test. Mm -hmm. It's really good. All right. Today's episode is unexpected and unplanned and raw unfiltered. I dropped my phone in the effing toilet last night. So I was sitting down to pee because sometimes I sit down to pee as I approach middle age. And I had my phone in my front side pockets, these hiking pants I was wearing, and they're just shallow. And boom, I sit and I could feel it and it was all happening. I think the water, the toilet water was I mean, there was no number two in there, but there, I think it was clean. <laughs> Regardless, I will sanitize my um, iPhone, just FYI. She dropped, I heard it, I reached down, I grabbed it, boom. Um, and so then I just went down the rabbit hole of what do you do when your iPhone? Of course, I kind of thought for sure I should turn it off. And so then I pulled it out of its case, which mind you, my case, oh, Ding, 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 another sponsor. <laughs> I wish these companies did sponsor my podcast. But Peak Design has awesome bags and camera gear, particularly no Peak Design. Just check them out online again. <laughs> we love their bags, but they started a new mobile uh, cases and magnetic parts and little tripods. Super awesome. Um. So I took all of that off and the phone was still working and I powered it down pretty quickly within maybe a couple minutes. Um, and then I just kind of got a, a, a rag and a cotton based real absorb, absorbent, 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 absorbent towel. And I got all the water off. But then, you know, it was interesting to see what Google and stuff and articles had to say, because, you know, no phone is waterproof. It's water resistant. And of course, when you look at the iPhone 12, which is the one I'm using, it says you can go, you know, underwater for up to like 30 minutes. But I've been thinking about like, I've just been thinking a lot about my device and technology and taking a break and having more space away from phone 
And so I was going to talk about that eventually anyway. And in fact, I was thinking about taking like an Instagram holiday sabbatical because I never have because I'm building my little world on Instagram. I have since I started in 2010 or nine was my first post. And I just made a decision that I would be social on Instagram. And I do really awesome, fun things there. There's all kinds of episodes and resources that you could get lost in. But you get lost in social media, period. That's part of the problem. And I've been listening to a couple specific voices this last week about addiction in recovery, relationships, sex, love addicts, codependent, and looking for love and affirmation from digital, from social media. And of course, you know, the glorious Brene Brown and team have taken a break from they're going dark for the summer and they'll be back in the fall. And, you know, I'm sure you've heard, um, or if not, just check out Brene Brown's website and you can read their post. And it's really a great post about space, you know, space between the stimulus and your response. And this famous quote that gives her the reason for their whole brand sabbatical. So prior to me dropping my phone in the water, I'd been thinking about it anyway. And I just thought, you know, I've had some growth this last year on Instagram and I have a lot of active people. And I thought, well, I mean, just because they're doing it doesn't mean I need to. And I can set boundaries around my use, which is what I have done already. But boom, in the toilet. And so I powered her down. And then I read, you know, the best thing you can do, period, is just more time away from your phone, letting it dry is going to prevent any problems. But it looks like the, the iPhone 12 is pretty water resistant, but you just never know, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, well, I'll just take the day And it started last night after my Monday night um, sobriety Buddhist meeting. It's, um, and I just, you know, turned the phone down. But the interesting thing is, is I was going to go for dinner and my car was having battery issues yesterday. I was at the doctor up in Hollywood. I drive up to LA to see my queer HIV specialist doctor, who's my age, who's queer, and Side note, if you are looking or feel like you want a new doctor, go get a new doctor because you should be with a doctor that sees you where you're visible. And for me, making that decision as a queer human to be with another queer doctor was the best decision ever. And it's so validating and it's so great. So don't hesitate another minute. Go find yourself. It just takes the time to make the calls to find someone in network. Uh, so my battery on the Prius, I drive a Prius, just the small battery had died and it was barely working. And I was like in downtown mid Wilshire, just had grabbed lunch. It's early afternoon. I have triple A. I always have triple A in my arsenal in the Southern California freeway life. And they came, I could tell it was kind of the battery and they charged it and it was great. So then last night it was still working. I dropped it off at the shop this morning, but I thought I shouldn't leave. I mean, if I leave, so this was the first phone dilemma. So it's off. I'm powering down. I'm drying it. I'm, I've set a fan on a stand 
so that I could get some fresh air. And <laughs> I'm like, I should go to the store and get something. I needed this or that. And I'm like, but what? I don't have a phone. I'm like, wait. So literally everything in my life is tied to my phone. So I'm like, I okay, I've got a card and cash in my license. Okay, cool. I've got money. Every moment from though from like powered down, my phone is drying was this reaching for the phone or having that feeling and knowing or having having the oh I, I'm gonna listen to a podcast, I'm gonna listen to music, oh, to grab my phone so I can get the address so I can GPS it so I can everything literally everything is tied for me to digital and so I had urges for sure oh how's my post doing on Instagram that I posted yesterday (laughs) oh my gosh Marco Polo I can't get a hold of my best friend and my two Marco Polo friends Um, and it was just revealing for sure and that's just the beginning it's now 8 44 a.m in real time and tuesday may 17th and i work online you know part of one of my tasks is to do posts on instagram so i'm like well what am i going to do about instagram today i'm like we are drying our phone for 24 hours that's the biggest recommendation is the longer you leave your phone off the most likely you will not have issues. Although my best friend this morning, we were texting on my desktop. He's like, your phone is waterproof. I'm like, I know, but like, I'm trying to take a lesson here. (laughs) I'm trying to be dramatic. But when I started reading, everything says they're not, there's no such thing as a waterproof phone. It's water resistant. Who knows? There's times where the, the water gets into a spot or place So just keep it powered down for five hours if you have like a newer phone, like one of the ones I have, but don't tell anyone. I just want to do it for 24 hours because it's been so interesting and it's put me into this rhythm and has shown me how dependent and I thought, well, maybe I should start taking days off again. I've done sections or times where I'm phoneless, but like really phoneless, like, you know, locally for the weekend, check my phone into a spot and don't get it till Monday morning, which means if I'm going directions, payment, what I'm listening to, all of that then takes a in real time shift. So for example, if I'm going to go get some brunch on Saturday morning and my phone is in its little cargo case checked out for the weekend, you know, I have payment, I have CDs in my car that are actually from a camping trip when Jude and I were camping and there's like six CDs, like how many, like everything is tied, even phone numbers. I only knew one phone number memorized my sister's because she's had it for like 30 years. And so I'm going into my contacts on my phone to get my mom's number and her husband because they live locally. So what is your relationship to your phone? In fact, I just was going to reach for my phone to read you this. <laughs> I realized my phone isn't working. It's powered down. She's taking a she's taking a spa day. 
Um, so I'm in my notes now and I'm looking for this note. Um, I wrote down these questions this week because we were looking at some ideas. Let's see, here they are. Are you mindful? Oh, which substances and or activities do you find the most intoxicating? So this is from Buddhist Five Precepts. And in this Five Precept conversation, I'm working on looking at how these five precepts, which I'm not going to tell you about right here, right now, um, relate to my substance use or other activities. And here's the question that are intoxicating. So certainly my phone is very intoxicating. Here's the second question. Are you mindful of the intoxicating effects of media? Mm -hmm. What is your current strategy for consuming mindfully? So then this whole other arm of consumption, how am I consuming media? Am I consuming on my phone? So for example, last night I was then doing dishes at some point and I normally turn on music or podcast episode and it was just quiet and I thought, oh, I don't, where's, what do I do? Like, well, I have a record player over there that I could, you know, turn on a record I can also just be quiet. And of course, I can go turn on my desktop system and funnel it through Bluetooth speakers. I don't know. It's really interesting. I'll tell you the coolest thing that happened um, is this morning I was going to get up um, and normally I just have my phone on sleep and alarm mode on a rhythm where an alarm goes off at 5 a.m. every morning. And then I have a specific sound that's kind of like birds, um, but it's digital birds, right? It's the the cool digital waves as opposed to the vibrant, four-dimensional, warm, lively, real sounds of birds in real life. So I knew I would get up um, just naturally because I was to drop my car off at the shop this morning to have a new battery installed and stuff. So I just slept and the first thing that woke me up this morning, normally just because I have a digital default of this digital bird sound, was this very, very, very beautiful bird. So I had slept and cracked my window open and this bird woke me, but it was very faint and it was this gorgeous songbird and it was so warm and real bird. <laughs> and I I was like, oh, that's so beautiful. That little songbird is waking me up. And it's so like gentle and mindful and present. And I thought, oh, that's funny that that's the first thing that wakes me up is a non-digital bird. My first morning, son's phone. And so, you know, then this morning I did not get on my phone. So that's one of my boundaries and rules that I have been working on this last few weeks is can I just use my phone for social media and or I don't have my work email on my phone. I only do work emails on computers where I'm sitting during work time. Otherwise, it's just 
hell. I don't have any notifications turned on on my phone besides text messages. And all those have been very helpful for me. But still, it's like this reaching for and this like, let me turn on a podcast. And so there was no podcast this morning. There was just quiet and stillness. And for me, in real time, it brings me to silence. There's meditation. There's stillness. There's a rhythm that's very organic and very meaningful at this point in the game. So once again, here are the three questions. What substances or activities do you find most intoxicating? And are you mindful of the intoxicating effects of media? What is your current strategy for consuming mindfully? So I think that for sure, you know, it's easy to do these black or white, these extreme hits. Um, And so consuming mindfully, setting boundaries, like this is the conversation with technology and phones and devices and social media at this point. However, it's totally fine and hard to take a sabbatical. I've still never done it where I've been off of Instagram for 30 days. I wanted to do it like in May and I just couldn't. I wouldn't. I didn't know how. And I, I want to keep building this summer my mindfulness and meditation brand and I want to be utilizing you know the market this summer to you know to sell digital offerings from viral mindfulness and viral mindfulness academy so I do want to just answer one question before I wrap up this quick podcast episode and I'll be back real soon Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about space Um, I finally found this quote and this written word from Mark Nepo about space, but we'll get there next time. I just want to wrap up here on this episode to tell you, I don't remember now, so I'm going to take a sip of my coffee. Mm. Today's program is sponsored by Joshua Tree Coffee Company where we bring the roast to the desert. (laughs) I have no idea what I was going to say, so now I'm going to push pause and go back and listen and then tell you what I was going to say. I don't. I did post some of that. It's there in other podcast episodes, so... I'm not there yet. Um, Viral Mindfulness Academy is a place where I will be teaching mindfulness and creativity, and there will be digital offerings for my entire 50s. And that's, I'll be 49 in August, and I plan on just having amazing offerings through Viral Mindfulness Academy, a place to do mindfulness school. And there will be so many unique offerings related to piano and music and painting with watercolors and sketchbooks and uh, mental health. A Breath of Fresh Air is a course that I have been working on for a while and it's not finished. And it will be a six week or eight week, six to eight week course. And there's still more work to do on it, um, specifically about guided meditation and the breath. And it will be taught live a couple times a year. And there will be weekly um, meetings or 
wise circles where we're together. <clears throat> and all those things are in development and uh, coming soon. So thank you for your patience. And just know that eventually, soon, there will be lots of opportunities to be in real time with me. Um, so for now, podcast sessions are open. Uh, I love you and appreciate your time and the connection that we do get to have and have a beautiful evening, morning, afternoon, wherever you're headed when you listen to this. And I'll be in touch next time to talk about space.